You're listening to the Am Life Podcast. In this episode, I'm interviewing life coach and pastor turned stripper, Nicole Mitchell. Stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jennifer Blanchard, the Feel Good Life Coach, and the Am Life is an unconventional guide to creating the feel good life of your dreams. Conventional advice says if you want something, you have to do more, sacrifice, and work harder. But that's a bunch of nonsense. In this podcast, I show you how to work from the inside out to have everything you want and more. Here, you'll find a bridge between the woo-woo and the practical, so you'll know exactly how to create the life and business of your dreams. Because it's not either or, it's and. Hello and welcome to the And Life Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Blanchard. I'm an author who helps you to live your dreams and manifest whatever you want without worrying about how you're going to do it. And I am so excited for today's episode. I have an amazing guest. She is super inspiring and she has made a huge transition in her life and her career. And now she helps other women to do the same. So without uh, going into too much, um, my guest today is Nicole Mitchell. She is a life coach and model who has gone viral as the pastor turned stripper. She helps people make multiple figures doing what they love. She works one-on-one with clients leads a mastermind, and teaches digital courses on how to create the life of your dreams from the inside out. You can find out more about her at NicoleMitchell.com. That's Nicole with a K. And I will put her website link and all of her social links in the show notes. So welcome, Nicole. Hi, thank you so much for having me, Jennifer. Yes, absolutely. I'm so excited to talk to you. Me too. So I would love for you to just kind of give everybody some background, tell your story a little bit, because I think you have an amazing story, and I've been following you since you went viral last year, and, um, and I found out about you, and I just have been really inspired by everything that you've accomplished in that time. So um, yeah, share your story with us and tell us how you got where you are right now. Yeah, so I'm a life coach, but I'm more known as the pastor turned stripper, and I've made a huge pivot in my life, in my career, in my income, in my impact. And it has been quite the journey to get here and so, so worth it. Um, So in short, I grew up in a very conservative religious home. And in that religious environment and the churches we attended, um, there was a lot of, uh, what's the right word? We're like being poor or struggling was kind of considered holy and a bit of fear and judgment around being wealthy and having it easy. And so because that programming, I grew up, And continue to have an experience where I never had enough money. And no matter what job I had, I had multiple careers. I was a high school teacher. I had a few other businesses before my life coach. I was a bartender. I did all these different things. And money was always a struggle. And I constantly lived in fear of saying what I really wanted to say and wearing what I actually wanted to wear and being who I really wanted to be because I was just taught such a strict mold of what a woman is allowed to be. And I lived most of my life trying to be that good girl. And I finally reached a point in my mid thirties where I was so hungry to be a free woman and spent years unpacking, unlearning the indoctrination and the values and beliefs placed on me to figure out what do I believe? What do I want to be true for my life? How do I want my story to unfold? And in that unpacking on learning, I got really clear on what it is that I wanted and took that leap of faith. I left my church. Um, I left my faith and stepped into the unknown. And it's led me to a place where I make 
six figures a month doing what I love, which is life coaching, modeling, and OnlyFans work. And I could not be happier. And I'm so deeply committed to helping everyone, especially women, do, be, have what they really want so they can live life on their terms. Yeah, that was absolutely incredible. I mean, just amazing story. And when you were kind of going through that moment where you realized, like, I want to be free, I'm, I'm so tired of living by these rules and, you know, programming and this restrictions that I've had for my entire life, how did you start to move in that direction? Because obviously where you were and where you wanted to be were very different. Mm-hmm. Yes, great question. I think our hearts are programmed for our destiny. And so even like no matter what environment we've been raised in, no matter what rules and indoctrination that we've gone through, something deep within us knows what is meant for us. And it always nudges us and whispers and gives us this knowing that there has to be more to life than this, that I'm, I'm capable of more. I deserve more. This can't be all there is. And that whisper inside of you is always telling you the truth. So after I checked off all the items on my checklist, get married, have babies, be stay at home, that should equal total fulfillment. And it didn't. I began, uh, became more aware of that whisper inside of me that said, there has to be more for me than what I'm experiencing. And it was thrilling and terrifying to listen to that whisper because I tried so hard to be content with the life plan that other people passed down to me. And now I had no life plan. I only had me and those whispers in my heart to lead me into the unknown, to lead me into my future. And so from that inner tug and that inner whisper, I started like putting out these feelers. Like I need, I need help. I need like guidance. And that's when I stumbled upon the term life coach. And as I read up on what a life coach is and does, I was like, oh my gosh, this is what I need in my life. And that's when I hired my first life coach and completely changed the way I thought and moved and had my way in the world. Yeah. And I think the biggest thing you're saying, the changing the thought, I think that's, that's the key that a lot of people don't realize is like, if you want to be something, you have to see yourself that way first. You have to think that way and and all of that. So how did you kind of do that from where you were at? Because again, it was so different from where you are now. Yep. Yes. This is huge. It, It is programmed into all of us that to change our life, we have to do something crazily drastic. We got it quit our job and move across the world. And it's the only way to get big results. Well, really the most powerful thing that will get you the most drastic results is changing your thinking is changing your mindset. And it sounds too good to be true. And so it's easy to like, ah, whatever and dismiss it and do some crazy things that look like they move us in the direction of our dreams, but they're actually just chaos. It's just a distraction from doing what our heart is calling us to do. So when I was broke and I'd always identified as someone who never had enough money and I was a little bitter towards money, I began identifying as a rich person which was almost laughable at the beginning because I didn't have any money. And I had to really conjure up my imagination of like, what would it be like to be wealthy? What would, what would the wealthy version of Nicole do in the situation? How would she handle this decision? How would she spend her money here? And just kept trying to tap into her. And I kept surrounding myself by, with people who had money. 
because they say you become like the five people you spend the most time with. Well, most of the people I spent time with were also broke like me. So I put out an intention one night. I remember telling my best friends this. I was like, I am going to be a millionaire and I need to be friends with millionaires. The problem is I don't have any millionaires in my life. And the next day after I spoke this into existence to her, I got an invitation to a millionaire's party. Right. And that is just from a thought that is from a desire. That is just me owning it and speaking into existence. And all of a sudden my external world started to match my inner desire, my inner knowing my inner thinking. So the more I began to identify as a rich person, the more I started making decisions as a rich person. And the more my life began to reflect that of a rich person. And I've done that in every area of my life. When I want to become something or achieve something or do something next, I dig out my journal. I bust out my vision board. I spend time meditating because the most powerful thing we can do to change our lives is to change our mindset and to identify as that thing we want to become. Yeah, absolutely. Like 100% agree. Couldn't agree more with that. Um, yes. So like you were saying, it was almost laughable because you were so broke and you felt like, you know, how can I be saying this and believe in this when clearly that's not what's happening. And I think that stops a lot of people is they look at their reality and they think, well, I'm not rich. How can I act rich and say that I'm rich and all this? So how did you kind of navigate that? And how did, would you recommend they deal with, you know, feeling that kind of disconnection between where they want to be and like what they're seeing right now? Yes, it was laughable. And this is, I think one of the biggest shifts that happened in my life was when I learned how reality was created. So I was taught that what we see with our eyes and feel like that kind of dictates what we become. So if we have evidence all around us in our world, in our life, in our past, that we're always broke, we always run out of money. It never amounts to anything. It's just the story of our lives. We tend to take that as fact. Well, I guess this is my lot in life. I guess I'm always going to be struggling because no matter how hard I work, no matter what I do, this is, this just keeps happening. But then I learned reality is created from the inside out. Meaning whatever we believe in here is eventually outpictured out here. That blew my mind because that gave me my power back. Instead of feeling merciless at the hands of the, the world, universe, others, I realized I held all the power. I can create any reality I wanted. And so that's when I went in. There's about a year. I'm just pretty hardcore like this. Once I learned this, I was like, oh, I'm not messing around. I went in and deep for about a year. I like pulled away from a lot of people in my life. Because again, a lot, of me, a lot of my people were broke. A lot of my people had poverty mindset. And I was trying so hard to like shift my energy, my beliefs, and my identity to a wealthy person. I couldn't afford to be distracted or discouraged in any way. So I went in and went deep for a year, journaling and having life coach support, taking courses, reading books on how to become rich, the mindset of wealthy people. And I, I told myself, like, I'm not going to merge until I'm making money. And then at the end of that year, I kind of emerged. And this is obviously more metaphor than like literal. I'm not like tucked in a hole, not existing. I had kids, I had a life, I had friends. But when I did emerge, I was making money. I went from making $0 a month to making my first $99 a month to then making my first $250 a month, my first $2,000 a month, my first $3,000 a month, my first $10,000 a month. And I was like, oh my gosh, this actually works. There's something to this. And I continue to use that same tool to this day. 
so do you journal or do you prefer like I think you mentioned meditation so like do you prefer that visualization like what is your your preferred method for for doing the creating internally yes this has shifted and kind of evolved over the past few years this kind of all began in 2017 and 18 when I wasn't making any money and I was working with my first life coach. So in the beginning, I had a lot more rituals in place, mostly because I lived in a neighborhood with a lot of poverty. A lot of people we knew, knew didn't have a lot of money. So I had to be a lot more intentional and almost strict with my rituals because I had to constantly combat messages of poverty and struggle with what I was trying to implement deep in my soul and my, in my being. So yeah, I meditated, I journaled, I was reading personal development books every single day. Like at least if not chapter a day, I was reading a page a day. I kept one of my favorite personal development books called you are badass at making money by Jim Sincero. I kept that in my purse. And every day when I'm sitting in the car waiting to pick up my kids from school, I'm reading from it. Um, I was taking digital courses from life coaches who are making the kind of money I wanted to make. I was constantly putting myself in the conversation, container, coaching support of those who had the life I wanted to live. Now, as I, where I am today, to me, I'm able to get into that vibration and that level of thinking more easily. I don't have to work as hard. I now live in California. I live in a, um, a neighborhood where all of our homes are million dollar homes. We all, we all make quite a bit of money. So now wealth is normalized. Most of my friends are really wealthy. So I'm not having to combat, combat poverty messages like I did back in the Midwest when I was just beginning on this journey. So now it's more of a vibration. Now the way I want to up level is I intentionally go to even wealthier places to normalize that level of wealth. Right now, $1 million homes are normal to me, but what's it like to be in this space of like $5 million homes? $10 million homes right now being friends with multiple six figures and like baby millionaires is normal. What's it like to be friends with multi multi-millionaires, baby billionaires. What is that like? And exposing myself to these different realities that I want to eventually create for myself. So now it's about experiences. It's about conversations. It's about travel. It's about um, giving myself taste of luxury and all of that helps me level up to where I want to go love it yeah that is all amazing and i mean obviously it it's also a, a very good illustration that this works yes it works it works like like when i first learned this i was like how have i never heard this stuff my entire life right i was so angry at first and you're allowed to be angry god you're allowed to be angry um but then you have to do some of that anger because staying angry you're going to stay where you are but I was like, how did I not know this? But then once I started reading these personal development books and going on YouTube to watch meditation videos, I realized this stuff has always been there. There's books that are hundreds of years old that talk about this stuff. There's videos that have been on, on this topic forever online. And I just had never been exposed to it. But once I was, it changed my life. So as someone who's biracial and queer and a woman, I am so passionate about people who come from marginalized communities have access to this information. For too long, it's been kept from those of us who've been marginalized to keep certain people in power. I want everyone to have power. I want everyone to be wealthy. I want everyone to live successful, abundant, meaningful, fully expressed lives which is why I'm committed to posting free content every day. I do free Facebook lives, Insta stories. I'm always getting out as much information to as many people as possible because I saw the impact and the effect it had in my life. And I want that for everyone.
Yeah, I, that's, I, I love your content and I, I love the message that you put out. It's amazing to feel like empowering other people and especially women is like the, the thing to do, you know, yes. because I think women tend to come from a background of they weren't really empowered. They were taught that they shouldn't shine too much and they shouldn't be too much and they shouldn't talk and they shouldn't do all these things. So, um, you know, that's just a really good example. And, and I, you know, I appreciate you being such a good example of what is possible. Thank you. And I, I love being a demonstration of what's possible. And there's so much research and data that shows when a woman is given money, she reinvests three fourths of it into her community, into her children, into the future of those around her. When you give men money, they reinvest one quarter of it into the community and into their children and into the future. So there's just so many stories. Like when you give woman, a woman power and money and influence it influence, she naturally brings people with her. And so, and that's what our world needs. We need more people empowered. We need more people resourced. We need more people abundant and rich. And I think helping women become that is going to help the world become that. Yeah, absolutely. I think I had this journey last year that was like kind of that same message of like, it is time for me to actually care about the money that I have actually become the wealthy person that I've always known I'm going to be like, it's time because there are so many things that I need to do and money is going to help me do those things. Yes. I remember Jen Sotero sharing this like radical quote in her book and she it was from someone else's quote, some rich dude from a long time ago, but something along the lines, like you can't become everything you're meant to be unless you're rich. And she was super triggered and super angry about it. And then eventually she processed it and wrote about her book. And it did the same thing to me. I was like, oh, that's offensive. That's appalling. But now as someone who's gone from poverty to multiple to having six figure months, making multiple six figures in a year, like I get it now. I get it. When I was broke, I was exhausted. I had so many health conditions because I didn't have the money for proper medical support and the stress was eating me from the inside out. I was bitter. I was angry. I had a huge heart to want to help so many people and I could only help a very few because there's only one of me. Now that I make this money, I have six people working for me. One of them is full time. I pay them really well, which allows them to upgrade their lives and reach more people and take care of their families, take care of their parents, like this ripple effect. Because I'm now, I now have the resources to be fully supported, come fully alive, and then share that wealth with other people so they can do the same thing. It is like getting rich is so worth it, is everything you hear is meant to be. It will not change you. You don't have to fear it. It only amplifies who you really are. So if you are a kind and generous person, you just have more to be generous with. If you're a greedy asshole, you just have more to be a greedy asshole yeah. with. So for those of you who are good hearted, you're afraid it's going to change you. You're the very people we need to get rich because you have that good heart and you have the generosity that this world needs. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't find it better myself. Um, yes. So this is called the and life podcast, right? So we mm -hmm. talk about having it all because I really believe yes. that we can and our own definition of it all, obviously, because it's going to be different for everybody. So I think some mm -hmm. people get triggered by the idea of having it all because they think that means they have to move to California and buy a house and do all these things. And it's like, no, mm -hmm. your version of it all might be, you know, buying a little cabin in the woods where you get to just be alone for a, a portion of the year and whatever. Like, so when you were kind of, in your process of, of making this transformation, 
how did you kind of deal with the idea of having it all? Because I'm sure you had a lot of beliefs about that being wrong and bad and not possible and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I thought having the desire or the audacity to say have it all made me instantly an asshole, made me greedy. It made me grubby. It meant my flourishing meant someone else was suffering. I had just all these negative associations with it that I had to unpack and talk about journaling, talk about getting life coaching support. I had to learn that my rising didn't have to exploit anyone else, that my flourishing didn't have to cause anyone suffering. In fact, me staying in a state of suffering doesn't alleviate anyone else's suffering. It adds to the collective suffering. So once I worked my way through all this, I found that it was actually my responsibility to get rich. By me staying poor and stuck and struggling, I was adding to the collective burden when really my heart is to ease the collective burden, to make it better for the collective. And that required me to save myself, to pull myself out from that, figure out how to become successful and wealthy so that I can go back and give back to that community and help others come up with me. And one of the biggest things for me and even clients I've worked with is learning what you want. We are so busy surviving life or being who we think we should be or doing what we think others expect us to do that a lot of us at some point have lost touch with our own desires, our own knowing, our own wanting. And so when I would ask some of my clients, like, well, what do you want? There'd be a pause. And then they would say, I have no idea. And I'm like, that's where we start. We're going to start tapping into those desires because they're there. They've just gotten buried real deep by the rest of life. And it's time we unearth them and let them shine and you come home to who you really are. And it's amazing how quickly, when I did that for myself, how quickly my desires were unearthed and I had a million. I went from thinking, I don't know what I want to, oh my gosh, I want this, I want that, I want this. I want, I, the list grew so fast. It was like that version of me that was dying to be born and I finally gave her permission and she just like busted out of her cage, wings fluttering, soaring high. And she's like, girl, we got places to go. And if that happens to you, for those who are listening, it can be easy to get overwhelmed. Don't get overwhelmed. What I would encourage you to do is write it all down. Write it all down. Acknowledge all your desires. We don't have to pretend to want less than what we really want. And then tell yourself, because this is true, there's enough time for you to have all of it. What we're going to do now is prioritize. If you get to have all of this, if there's plenty of time to have been experienced all this, where do you want to begin? And then that's where we start. And then that's when the magic begins to happen because you're putting energy forward. You're making moves. There's, there's momentum there. And before you know it, more and more items from that list get checked off. And it's amazing. Yeah, I love that. That's a really great exercise, I think, to, to leave them with too, is you know, write down everything that you want. And then prioritize it. And, yes. and I say again what you said, you have enough time for everything. There's enough time. You left. have enough time to have it all. That's the, that is the biggest thing. There's people who are like, I don't know how to prioritize. I really struggle. No, people typically struggle with prioritizing because they don't think there's enough time to have it all. So they don't know how to pick between their desires. So instead of picking, they just, um, they stay in the state of indecision and being unclear and confused when they're not really unclear or confused. They know exactly what they want. They just need to know there's time for it all. Now that you know there's time for it all, where do you want to begin? Yeah. 
That's really, it's a very uh, good way of looking at it and, and remembering. Because I think especially, uh, and this, I fall into this a lot myself because I'm going to be 38 this year. And, you know, the mindset is like, life is over, you know, like mm. it's too late now to be successful mm-hmm. and to be rich and to do all the things like it's too late. And I, I, I don't feel that way, but I definitely feel that comes up sometimes because, um, you know, programming and all that. So that's, that's an important reminder for people, you know, is, is yes. there is time. There is yes. time. It is not too late. My life, there's so many people's stories. If you need to Google people who became successful and rich late in life, do it. I've done it because I felt the same way when I started this journey. I felt so late and behind. And once I got enough evidence from Google, from other people's stories and memoirs, I realized it's not too late. It's never too late. I don't care if you're in your 30s, your 50s, your 80s. It is not too late to make the money and life of your dreams. Absolutely. Yes. So good. Well, this was so amazing. I would love for you to just tell everybody more about where they can find you online and anything else you want to share with them. Yes. Please come say hi. I'm the most active on Facebook and Instagram. I'm also on YouTube, Twitter. I have a website, NicoleMitchell.com. I have an OnlyFans. Come pick your poison, which one ever, whichever one you would love to connect on and say hi. And let me know that you heard our podcast here. I always love hearing where people come from. And if you're looking for life coaching support, um, message me. I work one-on-one. I have a mastermind and I teach digital courses all to help you make a shit ton of money doing what you love. Yay. Awesome. All right, everybody. Well, go check out her stuff. We will put the links in the show notes so that you can find her directly. And um, yeah, I would really love for you to try out the, the exercise she just talked about and really lift out your desires and then start prioritizing mm. and reminding yourself there is time. There is time for all of it. Amazing. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being here. I loved it. All right, everyone. Well, that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for joining me. And until next time, remember, feeling good is the point and the path. Thanks for listening to the Am Life Podcast. My mission is to raise the vibe of the planet and make it normal for people to have it all and feel good in the process. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a positive review and share the link with your friends so they can listen too. For more from me, be sure to visit my website, jenniferblanchard.net, and join my free Facebook group, The Feel Good Life Club.